tribal ones. So I got interested in a story about uh, Christian churches and housing and communities being burned down in Manipur, India, where I thought, oh, okay, is this about Christian persecution? Which is not unheard of in India, where they're trying to make it unified as Hinduism state and try to encroach out all other religions and make it more unified as Hindus. So they often have conflicts with other religions like Muslims and Christians uh, in various parts of India. And that's been ongoing historically and for the most part uh, until modern times they were living peacefully with one another literally side by side where you will see mosques and uh, temples and churches uh, right next to each other and people have accepted because there's so many people with so many different languages and so many different subcultures and it's like really a foreign world where you have multiple different languages all in the same area and different so even though there's different regions you know that have people uh, tribal that have um, sort of dominant in that area with their own culture and practices but a lot of it um, because of so many you know billions of people that kind of uh, live together side by side they sort of accepted uh, everyone's way of life and every faith uh, until recently where it seemed like there were more push to try to Hindunize the entire country. Um, so from mainstream media to their prime minister, they made it vocal that they want a Hinduism state. Um, but despite that, when I was looking at the story, it kind of it didn't make any sense, but I was looking into it because it, it you know, dealt with Christians being potentially persecuted. I wasn't even aware that Manipur itself is part of India. I just always thought this much of it is India and then the rest whatever. But apparently all the way to the east side of India, in, encroach in between Bangladesh and Myanmar is Manipur. So I looked up the information on Wikipedia on what I have to say. Um, what I found interesting was that in the days of British Indian Empire, the Kingdom of Manipur was one of the princely states. Between 1917 and 1939, some of the people of Manipur pressed the princely rulers for democracy. By the late 1930, the princely state of Manipur negotiated with the British administration its preference to continue to be part of the Indian Empire rather than part of Burma, which was separated from India. These negotiations were cut short with the outbreak of World War II in 1939. And in August 11, 1947, Maharaja Chandra signed an instrument of accession joining India. And later on 21st September 1949, he signed the merger agreement, merging the kingdom into India, which led to becoming a part See state. The merger was later disputed by groups in Manipur as having completed without consensus and under duress. The dispute, differing visions of the future, resulted in a 50 year insurgency in the state for independence from India, as well as repeated episodes of violence among ethnic groups in the state. This whole violence scenario and insurgency and 
the tribal conflicts has been going on for a very, very long time, at least 50 years, according to Wikipedia. Name of this article is what has spurred the ethnic violence in India's Manipur. So apparently 54 pe people died and 23,000 people got displaced. Scenes of destruction in India's northeastern Manipur state. Long-running tensions between the majority Meitei community and tribal groups has flared into violence. The unrest was triggered by a court ruling recommending that the Meitei should be labeled a scheduled tribe which would grant special job quotas and subsidized education. Other tribal groups are opposed to this. The tribal groups fear that this would be an uneven uh, benefit uh, given to a community that has otherwise enjoyed a lot of privilege and enjoyed disproportionate privileges in a state where they dominate the legislative assembly, where they historically have had been in power. An influx of refugees after the coup in neighboring Myanmar has added to the tension. There's been a kind of a, a very concerted campaign that's been carried out about uh, tribal groups, particularly the Kukis and the Nagas being illegal immigrants and how they're encroaching land and forming these uh, illegal you know, villages. And in fact, there have been evictions as well that have been carried out. The Indian army has been called in to restore calm. Thousands of people have also been moved to safer locations. The state's chief minister has appealed for calm saying the fighting has been caused by a misunderstanding. We are having altogether 35 community since time immemorial in the state of Manipur. The incident which was taken place yesterday was due to misunderstanding and some communication gap. And now everything has been settled and will be uh, normalized very soon. He says it's misunderstanding. But when you really look into what the article is saying is that Mai Tai community is the largest Hindu community dominant, about three and a half million people, and it um, controls about 50% of the state's population. And it says they're mostly based in the plains, they have presence in the hills as well. And the other two tribes, the Christian tribes, is the Naga and the Kuki tribes, are about 40% of the state's population enjoying the scheduled tribe status, which gives them land-owning rights in the hills and the forest, and, and there's a significant tribes in the hills. Apparently, it's almost half Christian and half Hinduism communities living side by side, which one lives in the plains and the other lives in the forest and the hills. So they sort of have this uh, uh, scheduled tribe status where they can kind of be separated, but the Mai Tai community wanted the same status as the scheduled tribe so they can also live in the hills and the forest. Except the Naga and the Kuki tribe says no, they weren't, shouldn't be getting that scheduled tribe status because they already dominate the state and uh, control the politics and the the police and all of those uh, other areas where they don't need to have the scheduled tribe status. So it's kind of an affirmative action to ensure the marginalized community are represented and gives them reservations and quota in educational institutions and government jobs. Uh, so, so they're sort of like the American Indians of the Americas where they're given reservation status and special status. So, But what's interesting is because it's almost 50-50% population of Christians and Hindu 
and you know, even though they make up different tribes, but they're still living in side by side and separated by regional areas such as the plains and the hills. So they should just get rid of the special status because they're not really the minority group since they make up almost half the population anyway. And they should just have equal rights for the entire country of Menipur or region I should say than trying to keep them in their special class status. Both of them have a history of violence clashes and ethnic uh, tensions. So this was saying that violence erupted in the Kuki-dominated Chura Chandapur district of the states where the Kuki tribe was protesting against the Maitai community demands to be designated as a scheduled tribe. The tribes believe granting scheduled tribe status to the Maitais would be an infringement on their rights and the claims to be marginalized part of the population and not the Maitais. They believe the Maitais are already dominating community and call the shots in the state politics, hence should not be given affirmative action. Regardless of this ongoing violence that's been going on in that region, what it seems like it's granting the government more powers to rule the state. If the people can get along and control themselves, then they're going to just be run by the state. And that's not really good for anybody, but that's what's uh, looking like it's going to happen. It says, since the outbreak of violent clashes, the central government invoked articles of constitution that lets it take over and have special powers in a state. There you go. Each time something that they cannot work them out, the more and more that happens, ultimately it's going to be a continual change to the laws that would allow them to do whatever they want to the people. As I was looking at this initially, it looked like it was a Christian faith-based violence persecution against the Christians in India. You know, like what this video is circulating in the Telegram and other apps to show how the mo violent mob is like over the churches and attacking the Christian community. But this video is a little bit disgenuine because it's not understanding and explaining why they're there and doing what they're doing and the fact that it's not really a Christian war or religious uh, violence. It is really has to do with property rights and special privileges that the Kuki and the other tribes, the Christian-based tribes, are getting because of their status to live in the hills and the forests versus the valleys where the Mai Tai, the Hindu tribes, live. So they were separated by land areas, not by religious practices, and based on the special uh, reservation rights that they had. Now, because the population is growing and encroaching on each other's properties, and areas that's where the war is really coming it's kind of amazes me that as i went through the story that you know what i thought it was about christian persecution it really isn't but it is being blown up as it is so i wanted to at least be able to showcase what the real truth is thank you for listening